Okay, everybody. Cue spoon and music in three, two, one. Welcome back. This is the Spooned It Podcast. We are so glad to have you here. I am Jensen. This is my great friend, Joel, and we are just ecstatic to be back, back in action. It's been a number of months. We have not been sitting on our hands, however. We've been working, we've been planning, we've been scheming, and uh, I think we've put together a really exciting season two for uh, for our show. We started this last year, and, and we, we had a fun run, but uh, I think we, we're taking it to the next level, and uh, we're just really excited to be back. Yeah, I mean, uh, couldn't agree more. You know, basically what he said, it's it's been, it has been a long time. And I feel like when we started off, it was like, yo, this is going to be something cool to do. Again, like Jensen said, we're, we're taking it up a few notches now. Uh, you know, we're just, we're, we've, we're changing things. There are going to, there are going to be new things that you're seeing on the podcast. There are going to be more segments that are going to be like more reoccurring. Uh, there may be a few that are like a bit more of a one-off, but also we're just going to have, we're just going to have a great time on this. You know, the, the main reason for this podcast was us to just catch up, have a great time and just, you know, just stay in touch. And so, you know, half of the thing that does come with that is just, it's just having a chat sometimes, you know, obviously, you know, this will, this will change with, you know, like stuff that's happening around the world, music that's being released, and so on and so forth. But yeah, new, new podcast, if you will, season two. Is that what we're saying? We are saying season two. That's what we've agreed on. Yeah, season Season two, two. and we got new graphics, new segments, new me, new you, new year. It's it's all, it's all new. It's going to be great. But uh, preach same old fun times and we're just going to kick it up right off with a discussion and we have a bit of a question that we're just going to talk about for a bit here question is what will we reminisce about when we are 80 just yeah. looking back on our childhoods and young adult lives so far we've had a lot of fun we've had a lot of adventures what are we going to think about what are we going to what are we going to talk about on this podcast when we inevitably continue doing it in season 200 in the year I don't even know, 60, 20, 80, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> that was a, there was a lot of maths going on there. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, I can't even remember what sort of like promoted it, but I was just thinking, you know, with everything that's gone on, with everything that we've lived through, you know, whether, you know, part, you know, obviously a big part of that being like living in Uganda, living abroad in a completely different country, um, but still having that like mutual connection would there be like we'll be sitting on our walking chairs and be like Jensen do you remember the savannas of Uganda and you'll be what? like <laughs> I said anyways you get the idea but I was thinking like what you know what is gonna spark that of like oh I tell you what that like that is a quality memory from either being you know being a kid or being a young adult um, and I was thinking that often often it's like just the tiny little things isn't it and so I, when you know when i was thinking of like right well what is an actual answer for this for something that i'm really going to remember and i think oh, oh, what was it? i was listening to i was listening to a podcast the other day and these guys were talking about how um like this guy and his son his son's like four years old but all the time they just they play like they, they build lego together and i was thinking i tell you what there's so many memories like one of my favorite ones is when so there was a basketball court that was rarely being used and so we're like yo we're just going to turn this into a massive star wars battlefield so created a bunch of these tiny little ships and obviously the slightly bigger ones and just had a full-on battle and it was so cool 
And it was little things like that. I'm like, I tell you what, that's going to be something that even at 80, I mean, I certainly hope so. I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, I tell you what, that is just something class. Like, I really am just going to remember that for for ages and hopefully forever. Um, and it's just going to be something that sticks with me, I reckon. Yeah, I think there's a lot of those types of things we did. Um, ones that come to mind for me are like bottle cap things and uh, yeah, some of the some of the different cities we would build in our little tower room that was like our playroom. Uh, one of them we made we we were playing with with uh, toy cars a lot at the time, like Hot Wheels size type cars. Yeah, and we I think it, it kind of stemmed from playing Need for Speed, and we were just really into cars at that point. But we made a whole city out of paper and tape, and the the room itself was had a concrete floor. And we also like to play with matches a lot, so we had this whole city with like uh, paper buildings and paper bridges and such, and and then the whole plot line of the city was that there were arsons, and so we then would like burn down the paper bridge that we had constructed so with good. tape and and paper and you know that <laughs> stuff like that stuff like the paper city uh we built little cannons out of clay and we would shoot like seeds out of them with uh caps off of matches and so we did, we played I'm, we did a lot with matches <laughs> i really badly burnt myself on one of those by the way so i think i think for like for some reason because obviously like that was that was a craze for a little bit i think it was what it was like the little cannons which was which was yeah. wicked um but so one time i remember i was just I, I was at home i was just on my ones i think it was a weekend i was just chilling out and so just firing stuff off and obviously you have to let it cool down afterwards so obviously i didn't let it cool down like one went off i was like let's go again i'm ready got a bunch of the matches just chucked them in there bang big explosion in my hand and i peel away my hand is just in agony um and I don't. I can't even remember anyone else being in the house. I'm just here walking around. Probably was like, probably like nine years old. And I'm just like, what am I meant to do? My hand is on fire. So so painful. Um, but one, I think that you know that will definitely stick because that was just something crazy that you'd do. Like, how on earth did our parents let, let us get away with these mini cannons that you know they had like. They're like nine, eleven-year-old or nine or eleven-year-olds just messing with them. Yeah. And then one thing I remember that like was also quite big was when we um when we had bow and arrows. Yeah. So there was like there was um there was this guy and he was he was kind of like I'm pretty sure it, like there were a few of them. They were like the security guard for the compound, but yeah. mm-hmm. basically the whole area. Wick like you know obviously really cool guys, and they would make bow and arrows and i mean these things were gorgeous you know they were they were easily as tall as us at the time um and you know you'd be able to get like i mean obviously did we ever make our own arrows like how to just i think we tried i I remember brevin specifically was trying to make some bows and maybe some arrows but yeah i don't think they were ever very good and we did not easy to do yeah because they they would like hammer out and they made the bows by the way out of uh coffee wood wood from a coffee tree is like really strong and flexible you, yeah, yeah it's really interesting that. and we had uh and the arrows were <laughs> they were like savage things they they, yeah. they would take a nail like a big nail uh, heat it up in one of the charcoal like ovens and then hammer it out so it was flat and then somehow they twisted these like massive barbs 
in the end of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, like these were they were not safe. They were not at toys. All. No, not at all. And they they just came from these arrows and like who knows how much tetanus was on them, dude. Those were those were crazy. <laughs> I think I remember one of the coolest things one of those guards did was he had he had this little bows maybe like it was like maybe this big at most. It was little yeah. even even for us then. And he he like pulled it back, shot one of these arrows, and it like went like a full inch into like a wood plank, and we were just like. Oh my gosh, that was crazy! <laughs> like we, we we some of these bows we couldn't even hardly pull back. Yeah, because of like how strong like re- the wood was. Yeah, we'd... serious serious craftsmanship. Yeah, and I think I remember being able to bring one back. Now every time I think of this, I'm like, surely this is not possible. Because how on earth do I get through customs in Uganda at Lo- or rather in the UK at London Airport, and just like, yeah, I just got a bow. 11 years old as you know as per you know it's my it's my, it's my safety um but i remember having it here and maybe i mean maybe it's because the actual arrows were like were just like sticks so they didn't have anything on the front but i remember being at the park i think i must have been with my with my mum, dad and my and my younger sister and the ball like we were playing with the football football was way over there and i just i let one loose right and i just go obviously no one else was there so i didn't like i wasn't gonna hit anyone and the arrow goes, and it hits right on top of the football, so well that it bounces straight up. And I look around, and I'm like, that was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. I but every time I think back, I'm like, Shh, I am the king of the park. I, I'm here to stay. Um, but every time I think, I was like, how on earth would I have I had a, would have I, would have I had a bow in the UK? Like, surely that just wouldn't have been allowed. Um, but honestly, That's man, and just crazy, crazy times, which I feel like going back to the point, we're like going to be able to remember for ages. And I feel like, well, I don't know, because getting older, I don't know if you agree with me on this, mm. gents, but like, I feel like those times have probably become less common The like the older I've grown up. Do you know what I mean? Like life oh, yeah. is just kind of like. Like, you know, obviously that was cool, but I don't know whether that's going to stick with me for ages. Like, obviously there is, there's definitely things that will, but it's just kind of like some of those are so, like, I remember them so clearly. Like when we were recording movies on like one of those little flip devices. Do they, are they still made? I haven't seen one of them for years. Yeah, that camera was, I'm sure, just undercut by like GoPro and cameras that could actually like survive a hit. I remember I I broke our like the glass covering on that camera when I was like running it one morning and I was filming some shots for I don't even know why, but I like just tripped and then psh, just cracked it, and uh, but actually it was okay because I just like pulled out the pieces and then just we just kept using it without like the glass kept, cover on the kept front going. and it it was fine it worked yeah but no oh, those movies were great because we made well we we made two real ones and. Uh, and then a few, a lot of other like shorter things where we're just messing around with like yeah. the lightning effect and what. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, wasn't the main one was, like the Queen of Jerumba or something? Well, Louisiana Joe, yeah, was the the main. Louisiana film. Joe, yeah. that was the main one. And I remember, I remember, so I remember my main part in it, obviously being the English kid. Yeah, yeah. Was just tea. Like yeah. every of everywhere course, we yeah. went, it was just like I got tea, got it in my pocket, and I'm ready to go. And like yeah. the amount of lines that were just tea related and at the time i don't think i 
understood the racism that I was going through. All these American people around me just saying, yeah, if you're English, tea, just everything is tea. I was a young filmmaker. Um, I was I was aiming for, I was boiling our characters down to what their essence. Oh, boy. Good times, man. To be fair, but uh, do you fun. know what I mean? Like it was just—it was very free spirited, mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's what sticks is the fact that it's just like you know what, there was you know we would just we would do things, but like yo, do you want to do this? Yeah, let's just do it, and then you know you grow older. And there's oh, man, this is gonna get deep, but there's like there's so much more that you have to do. Yeah, uh, you can't just kind of like, and then you, you know. can't just run off and do stuff. That was a massive thing about being in Uganda. It was just like, you know, yeah, you know, you can head off, just be back by six. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Just in the middle of the Good jungle, times. you know. Just be back by the time the sun goes down, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was fine. And it was fine. Um, one thing I do remember as well, I mean, again, this is just not safe. Is so, like, obviously, you know, with, you know, like with the whole area, there were some... You know, some routes or some paths that were slightly more overgrown on the sides than others. Obviously, most of it was fine. It was all clear cut and everything. But some, like, there were little hiding places. So I remember what we would do, and I think this happened to um, to me at some point, is, you know, so we'd get people to, like, go on a... Uh, obviously, we were all mates here. We wouldn't just, like, ambush people. But get people to go down on their bikes, then you try and chuck a stick in the back wheel. And then, obviously, they'd, you know, they, they would grind to a halt, and it'd be like, oh, no, you got me. And I can't remember if it was me that did this, but I'm pretty sure this was to Brevin. It was me Jens. and you, yeah. Um, it was us too. <laughs> well, well Shocked you're, you're forgetting, the... You're forgetting, okay, you're I'm forgetting a bit, though. The, the game, you described it accurately. We, we had taken a path and that nobody was using. And we, were riding, we would ride our bikes down. And the whole goal was that two people would build, uh, oh, like a... <laughs> A roadblock. I know, no, That's I know what you mean. Yeah, roadblock. like a roadblock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and and we yeah. were constructed of like leaves and some and some sticks and stuff. And and one of the times, me and and then you would burst through it is the goal, and it was cool, right? Yeah. Uh, but one of the times, me and you decided that it would be a great idea to stick a stick <laughs> in and and stop the tire from moving by oh, sticking a stick in the spoke. And I think what you were <laughs> getting at is that then we missed the back tire and hit the front tire and just sent them over the handlebars flying away yeah Yeah. so bad who was it that actually threw the stick do you remember i don't specifically no okay let's just leave it at that then i think we'll both (laughs) like we'll but we'll take half the blame each i think that's safe one thing i do remember as well is obviously you know with these bows and arrows that we were talking about before you know you could kind of just cruise about with these and it was fine Mm, yeah so there was one time, like, obviously, we met up somewhere, and then I, I don't know, I don't know if it was my bow, maybe it was yours, but I was like, oh, I haven't got a bow. I was like, gents, I'm going to borrow your bike, I'm going to go get the bow. Got got the bow, arrows on my back, so I got, looking pretty cool, <laughs> to be fair. Got So got, you know, with a sheath at the back. Yeah. And I'm just, so coming back to the, coming back to the, like, the area where we were, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to test gents' front brakes. I, it'll be good for him to know that, you know what, Joel has taken my bike out. He's tested the front brakes, and then I can get back to him. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm boosting, I'm going, get to the thing. Slam the front brakes. And I just do a full 180, bang, just onto the floor, looking up at the sky. Bow and arrow still on my back, thinking that is probably one of the jammiest situations I've ever been in. 
Um, and just like, why and again, why have I got a bow and arrow on my back? It was just so casual. Like, surely that's something I'm going to think that, yeah, I used to just walk around with a bow and arrow. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, this is cool. This is just what we do. Honestly, man. I feel like, but anyways, I feel like a lot of the memories that you like, you know, and the, uh, the memories and the things that you do as a younger person, they stick with you because of the, uh, you know, because of the, the the more freedom that you've got which is mental to think about that as you go along it's like i don't know there's less of those moments that just stick out it's kind of sad to think but there you go yeah, i feel like that's uh, I mean, just some, think, some of the things i'm going to be thinking about that's like vacation right is you you know you save up your time that you can have off and then you go yeah make a memory by the beach and, and then you make memories. Out with the family or whatever yeah stuff like that yeah but, yeah, yeah. Uh, when your kid is just all over <laughs> one more thing on the, on the <laughs> subject of the breaks i remember one of the times because for whatever reason american and european bikes have the brakes switched so i wonder if even that no why you flipped yeah because i don't remember if it's left or right but say say the the front brake is on the left hand uh i got a new bike one time in in uganda and i had i had had an american bike up to this point and then i got one that was European, and literally in the first week, I went over the handlebars three times because I kept three like, times. Yeah, I kept trying to you know do a drift or whatever, and then it would just boom lock up the front just... and the flip over, and literally three times. And I like just because of the muscle memory from you know riding my yeah. American bike and then switching over and having to do it. Oh my gosh! I've actually got I've actually got like a I've still got a scar on my right hip for when I was doing a drift. And then obviously the bike stopped and the wheels locked and I flew over, hit first, bang onto the oh, floor. That's the worst. I know. I have, I, a, I have a scar on my knee from. Uh, yeah. I was riding my bike to or from the school, and and I was just you know I kind of have the right away and somebody was like about to cross, but they like were waiting and then like at the last second it was like a like a kid, they decided to cross right in front of me and I just like slammed into them on my bike and like no went over and i think they were fine but i was like in the dirt and it was like a dirt road with rocks and my knee was completely oh, torn up and dude. like my elbow and I, I remember going over to your house and your mom like patching me up but it was just like what are you, you serious doing? i don't remember that uh, I, I, don't I don't know i remember that i don't know maybe you had been in a class or something i don't know but anyway yeah i went over to your house and was like hey with my like massively bloody knee and scars <laughs> that i still have from that oh man Good times, good times, good times. Well, I, and yeah, you know, just base some of the some of the things that I hope I'm gonna be reminiscent about at that age. You know, just like things that have stuck with me thus far, and you know, I'd like to be uh, I'd like to be thinking about. Speaking, of course, of reminiscing, hmm. Jensen, do you know where? Uh, do you know what time it is? Yes, Joel, I uh, I believe I do. And the wind up, the pitch. <laughs> This week on Joel's Pitch from the Past. This, of course, is when we take turns trying to bring back a childhood memory that we think has lost a little bit of the magic over the years. Last week, Jensen tried to sell me reusable tissue paper. Some people might call that a handkerchief, Joel, and it's been a booming industry over the years. Anyway, this week, Joel is going to try to sell me on... Hubba Bubba Bubblegum? Hubba Bubba Bubblegum, right? The gum in a wheel that we all know and love. 
It leaves your mouth red and your stomach sore, but it also gives you the delight of bubblegum galore, right? We need to bring this back. I remember night sleepovers mainly when I would be up for hours and hours on a bubblegum high from at le- from eating at least, at least one and a half, if not two of these wheels. You open it up and then you can unravel to your heart's content. I think it's been a while and I won't lie. I think they've lost a little bit of the magic and we need to bring back the hype. So bring back Hubba Bubba Bubblegum. Joel, I don't know. I think I think you've got uh, some good points here, but my main concern is that those wheels have stayed exactly the same size, but we have gotten so much bigger. Jensen, I hear you. And I uh, let me be the first to say that that was the case. For behold, my invention, the Hubba Bubba Mama wheel, twice the size, thrice the gum, and thrice the fun. Okay, this will keep you up for way longer than your regular Hubba Bubba. And for parents, you will never need to hear your children's whining ever again because they will be so engrossed in the Hubba Bubba Mama wheel. And for myself... And all of the team here at our new company, you are welcome. Very well pitched, my friend. Very well pitched. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, on the, on the never-changing scale here at the uh, Pitch from the Past segment team, I'm going to give the Hubba Bubba Mama Wheel pitch a B+. Plus. Thank you for Oof. watching. And now it's time for Lights Camera Fiction with Ridley Kubrick and Alfred Spielberg. Welcome back to your favorite improvisational film, trailer, movie show. I'm Ridley Kubrick, and this, of course, is my co-host, Alfred Spielberg. Thanks, Ridley. Now, for those of you who may be new to the program, this is where we generate several random movie titles and must create the trailers for these random titles. And it's all done off the cuff. Indeed, Alfred. Now, let's see what our first title is today. Coming this summer from the best-selling novel of the same name, Beast of the Sands. A thrilling tale taking place in the Sahara Desert in the year... 2092. Starring your favorite, Matt Damon, where he will struggle against all odds to find out what on earth these beasts really are. And in the end of the film, he will have to decide whether the beasts are in the sand or in his heart. Will he make it? Will he make it alive? And if he does, will he like what he finds? Coming to an oasis near you this February. Well done, Ridley. That was spectacular. What is our second movie title of the day? Coming raw from the 480p webcam. In Bobby Freak's apartment. Freak's in apartment B. Filmed 
in a special new way that has never been seen before on your cinema screen with this low quality. Will you be the first to find out why there are whispers of the freaks in apartment B? You can literally count the pixels while in the cinema because this camera is so low quality, the budget for this film is less than a thousand dollars. In fact, we didn't even pay the actors and they don't know they're in a film. Which makes it sound kind of dodgy, but it's okay because it's well filmed and it's a great idea. Coming to your cinemas sometime pretty soon, as soon as we can get the webcam back. Is it art or is it a crime? Freaks in apartment B. <laughs> Smashing. 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 What our third and final title will be. From the world of a man, a time-traveling man, who has come to the present day and realizes that the world he sees absolutely sucks. The 5 BC man has come to the future, and everything is the worst. How did he get here? Will he stay for very long? And will he tell you to your face... That you suck. Most of these questions you will still have at the end of the movie, except the last one. Because, spoiler, you do suck. <laughs> and he is not afraid to say it to you, including the homeless man on the pavement, the piece of pizza that's probably lying there and is a few days old. He hates everything. This incredibly new stop-motion picture coming from the twisted mind of Tim Burton is coming to cinemas soon. And you'll be able to watch it and realize that maybe you should be thinking the same as well. <laughs> nice job. That's I'm, not, sound, I'm, uh, mm. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hooked. I'm kind of uh, hooked uh, Alfred, on that I, I've, got, uh, I've got goosebumps under my thousand dollar suit here and you know i do you want to go see one of those like right now i mean i i don't want to say anything but i've i've got tickets for hated by history i'm 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 kind of down for that let's do it take lead the way Massive shout-out to Ridley Kubrick and Alfred Spielberg there. Just great guys, honestly. Such genius directors as well. So handsome. Now, if you're... So handsome, honestly, in those jackets. Man, amazing. Now, if you're thinking out there that, you know what, I've got a good few, um, you know, movie titles that I reckon I could uh, come up with on the spot, feel free, chuck them in the comment section below. We will pass them on to some of the directors that we will have on the show at some point point would be very entertaining to hear from those guys again absolutely thank you all so much for watching and or listening leave a comment below subscribe if you want to see some more we're just happy to be back doing this and uh we'll see you next time